Hey guys, welcome back to Habeas Corpses, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the one, the only 1984 film, The Terminator. But before we do, Lacey has a couple things she wants to share with you. Go ahead, Lacey. Hey guys, so as promised, uh, we have a Facebook page now. We're just Habeas Corpses. Uh, you, you can search us that way, or you can also search us at habeas corpses podcast so check us out on the facebook give us a follow it's just getting started so bear with us yeah definitely and then again we are on instagram Mm -hmm. patreon which we very much appreciate any donations over there and uh soundcloud and Castbox. absolutely and apple itunes podcast Mm -hmm. and then um if you already follow us on instagram which is habeas.corpses um we are doing a giveaway so when we reach 100 followers we'll pick a winner all you have to do is um like our page and you have to comment on the giveaway post um we're getting closer we've already gained 10 more followers since um, the giveaway has started so that's pretty cool um but definitely enter that so that you can uh you can be entered into win you can win um you will win a sticker if you are the lucky, lucky person. Ooh, a sticker. And then <laughs> um, some also, so, um, also some really cool art that Marcus and I have created as well. So Yeah, that'll be the, the better stuff of the two. But you will get a sticker. I think stickers are fun. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we do have some pretty cool stickers, but there are people out there that are not like us. And they're, they act their age, not like five-year-olds. Very true. <laughs> That's correct. So, um, it's our spring break. It's our official first day of spring break. We have a full week that we're going to try and enjoy. Um, so we're recording this episode on a Monday, which we release on Tuesdays. And I decided to do the Terminator. Mm -hmm. Um, I really want to talk about this film because it is listed as sci-fi fantasy online, but Mm -hmm. I beg to differ. And I, I totally (laughs) think the Terminator original is a straight-up horror flick with sci-fi elements. And so we're going to kind of talk about that. It Um, even follows, like, the... Like, the stripped-away, like, final girl... It does. Like, and there's, like, somebody that's chasing her. And, like, she's the only one that gets out alive. And, yeah. Yeah, and I'm in no way saying that this film isn't uh, sci-fi as well, because it, uh, it does have a lot of sci-fi elements to it, but I think it's just got pure raw horror elements to it as well. Mm-hmm. I think we're watching it Saturday on night. Saturday. Yeah. It's currently on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator in this version, the T-800 or what, whatever model is in the original, he is like Michael Myers, man. Mm-hmm. He is like an unstoppable force. Like, I would put him up there with Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees. Like, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he does run He's in the film. He's literally unstoppable. But like. yeah, and it's terrifying. <laughs> um, the other thing, like, let's go over some of the cast in this. But I want to do something. So, um, one of our other podcasts we listen to quite often, uh, the horror show with Mike and Joe. Shout out to those guys because they mm-hmm. have a hilarious podcast. Um, they riff apart movies, and they are so <laughs> funny. You don't even have you, like you some of have... the movies they do. I've never seen, and I'm still like dying laughing, like listening to it. So you don't even have to know the movies they're talking about to enjoy it. But so I'm not going to take the credit from 
them because they came up with this little game but mm-hmm. we were talking about how oh, it would be a cool idea so for terminator 1984 <laughs> what do you think the rotten tomato score is on this film so the first one yes the very first um, the original the one that started it all 86 no it is at a hundred percent really a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes that's hard to do <laughs> yeah, now is. i don't know how the analytical world works with rotten tomatoes whether it goes up and down it must Based upon users and everything, but it's at 100% right now, and 8 out of 10 on IMDb. Well, it's a pretty good movie. It is. It's it's fantastic, and I want to talk about some of the people in it real quick. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wait, 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 wait. Aren't you going to tell me what the other movies are? What other movies? When when Mike and Joe do it, they like... Oh, I don't have the other ones pulled up right now. Next time. Next time. You're talking about the sequels. Yeah, where you're supposed to guess all of them. Uh, Yeah, I would have to set it up to where... Right, that's their names, Mike and Joe. Yes, it's Mike and Joe. Okay, I was like, I didn't just mess that up, did I? No, no. Okay, well, let's go with this then. Okay. So Terminator 2, what do you think its Rotten Tomato score is? 100. 93. Oh, okay. 93%. All right, number three. 80 80 no number three dropped down all the way to 69 (laughs) percent and that one (laughs) this is where the series started going haywire for me um now let's go to number four number four salvation which was released in 2009 this is the one with christian bale 20 33 percent that was close (laughs) roger ebert wrote it as a two out of four and on IMDb, it's got 6 out of 10. Oh, dang. Um, and finally, the last one, mm-hmm. Terminator Genesis. Okay. 2015. What do you think this one got? Um, I'm going to go with 40. 26%. Oh, my gosh. So they just kept falling more and more and more. I actually, out of all of them, I enjoy the first two the best. I mean, by far, James Cameron's vision and in, in the first two are just like amazing Mm -hmm. and then after that they kind of uh, you know the third one had so much comedy in it yeah which was funny at times and especially for the age i was how old was i when the third one came out that would have been you said it was 2009 hang on let's see terminator 2 no you did not say it was 2009 uh it was 2003 so i was 13 so it's like a teenager like this is funny he's got pink glasses on (laughs) have you seen that one Mm -mm. he goes into like a male strip club he's like does the same old line he does in the first and the second one give me your clothes your boots and all that stuff but it's a, a male stripper mm-hmm. and he the male stripper's like talk to the hand baby and he like grabs that and he's like no <laughs> it's, it's, it's got some funny parts in it but i just did not enjoy that maybe like every like i don't think no. a lot of people enjoyed it Get to the um, chopper. No. and that's the second one is where it really became action orientated i think mm-hmm so we're going to focus on the first one. Um, it has been a long time since I've seen the second one that I need to watch it again. Dude, I love the second one. Um, it's it's a way different film from the first. I mean, you could tell their budget just went sky high with the second one. And, you know, I mean, they got a lot of money for that. Mm-hmm. And he, I think James Cameron was able to put his whole vision out there. Cool. Um, but the first one hands down nothing beats it 
Um, so you have Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger obviously is playing the Terminator, which I think he did an awesome job. You know, I've never enjoyed Arnold Schwarzenegger in many movies. I'm not saying he's a bad actor. He just, I think he's kind of trapped in a certain role. And it's like he can mm-hmm. only play that role. I agree. It's a big tough guy. Even role. in like <clears throat> Twins or Kindergarten Cup. <laughs> yeah, I don't enjoy him in any of those. I didn't enjoy him no, in I True do. Lies. Like he's just. Uh... I love the movie Twins, but I don't love it for Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love really? it for Danny DeVito. <laughs> I loved him in uh, The Last Stand. Did you see that? That was nope. uh, with Johnny Knoxville and he's like a small town sheriff. That's oh, I'm good... surprised I haven't seen that movie. I like Johnny Knoxville. I, I have it. Maybe we'll watch it after this or okay. something. It's it's pretty good. Um. Linda, Linda Hamilton, mm-hmm. and she's actually coming back in the new Terminator movie, Dark Fate. Which will probably be rated at 15% on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> if we follow the down. trend. You know, maybe not. Maybe bringing back some original, you know. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. <laughs> uh, I don't ever Vian, have faith in those things. <laughs> Michael Vian plays Kyle Reese. And I wanted to talk uh, about two characters in particular because okay. Dick Miller... He recently passed away in January. Oh. I don't know if you know who Dick Miller is, nope. but he plays the pawn shop employee. Who's oh, like, you said that he died. Yeah, he just okay. recently passed away. And he has so many movies he's been in. Really great actor. I recognize him, but I don't know him. I can't <clears throat> own that. Yeah, so the Terminator goes in there. He's like, so, dude, he's asking for all these guns. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite scenes in the film because he's asking about a laser-sighted pistol, an Uzi 9 millimeter. And then he's like, plasma rifle. He's like, hey, man, only what you see. But it's like it shows you like this robot knows no concept of like purchasing things. He's mm-hmm. like, why is this weapon not available? Yeah. Um, but then Bill Paxton plays a real short cameo in this. I liked it. Yeah. He plays this leader punk guy mm-hmm. and it's just awesome. And he obviously passed I should away. do my hair like that. He should. <laughs> but Bill Paxton's one of my favorite actors ever he in twister he's he's awesome okay that's my favorite bill paxton film it is yeah not mine mine hands down favorite bill paxton film is aliens that one's also really good but i just love twister which Ah. is ironic since i'm absolutely petrified of natural disasters but (laughs) (laughs) i i love him in aliens because he's just so he plays the role so well. He's mm-hmm. like, what are we going to do now? We're fucked, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just great. Um, That's what we watched when he died to commemorate him. Yeah, aliens mm-hmm. for sure. So, I mean, Terminator 1. Let's just jump into this film. and We're not going to dissect the plot. I just want to talk about it and how, and how I really think it's a horrific. It's good and spooky. Yeah, it is. Because, I mean, just look at the opening of the film, you know. Mm-hmm. it's it just oh wait can i say something uh-huh so there's this part at the very beginning with the garbage man i don't remember what he says but it's garbage truck stops i can do it perfectly please he's like the garbage truck because I, I love this scene it made me want to be a garbage man. that's all i was gonna say is that this scene made marcus <laughs> want to be a garbage man and i still haven't been able to but <laughs> mark my words i will drive one of those <laughs> one day but he comes in, it's like, and then like the electricity comes because obviously, I don't think this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. It is. In. It is. It is. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Because Kyle Reese comes in later. By the homeless dude. Mm-hmm. So in this scene, <laughs> uh, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger appears through the sphere whatever. of lightning, whatever you want to call it. And the dude's like trying to start his truck. He's like, what the hell? It's perfect. Marcus <laughs> even did it like probably two seconds first. Because he's got that cigar first. in his mouth. He's like, what the hell? But like we're watching the movie and I was like, I think I've seen this, which side note, I had not seen it. I was confused. And um, You had not seen Terminator 1? No, I hadn't. But This was your first time seeing it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I really want to hear what you think and, then. But like, so I'm watching this. I've never seen it. And then all of a sudden, Marcus goes, what the hell? And then it happens <laughs> on the screen. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> well, I, I used to watch this movie so many times as a kid. Probably this in Titanic. Yeah. I'm a big <laughs> James Cameron fan, like straight up. Um, but... I seen the second one uh, first, mm. and in the second Terminator, obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger does not play a ruthless. Uh, oh, that's why I was confused watching it. I was like, like "Wait a second, why, he's, he's a bad guy!" Like, and then I was like trying to like figure it out. I was like, "Wait, maybe this other dude's actually the bad guy," and nope, that doesn't make sense. Okay, <laughs> nope, it's him. It's all him, and. uh that's what's crazy about this film. So, like I said, I seen the second one first where he's the protector and everything. But in this one, he is not that. He is so... He is Michael Myers. Yeah, it, he can talk and things. But just the way he... It, he's like evil in robotic form, obviously. But um, I love the way it's shot. I love the special effects as well. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not... There's I can have I have small little gripes about this movie as an adult, but not many. And I mean, the scenes like the opening scene with you know the Battle of L.A. or whatever you want to call it for the time period. I think I was telling you this. I was like, I don't even know how to do that with our technology that exists. Mm-hmm. These guys are working with film cameras back in the day doing this, and it's just like amazing. Yeah, they like, did a great job. I would put it up there with like, obviously Star Wars came way before, but mm-hmm. it was like, it was good, you know? Um, I agree. And the and like the sets? Oh, the sets are awesome. Like, uh, just, it's so nitty gritty. You, you really believe you're in Los Angeles. I mean, just from the dirtiness and everything, like. Just hands down. Mm-hmm. Their location scouting was great. Their sets were great. Their mini models that they shot to make these mm-hmm. battle scenes, which you don't get a lot of them, granted. But the ones that you do see in the flashbacks, they're pretty good. And yeah. so... Um, it's not a flashback. It's a flash forward. Yeah, I guess you're right, because he's gone back. They're and, from the future. Yeah, that's that's true. And even <laughs> I though... I even thought about that, a flash forward. Like, we're watching this movie in the future, literally. Like, we're watching it, and we're like, oh, the 80s. Wow, Walkman. Right. Um, the war would have been in, like, 2024 or something like that, I think they said. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of reading some stuff on this that I didn't know. So, um, did you know the studio suggested O.J. Simpson for the role of the Terminator? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But Cameron did not feel the, that Simpsons would be a believable as a killer. Picture this. 1984. <laughs> I, I like how James Cameron's like, no, O.J. Simpson? He, I can't picture him as a killer. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> that Austrian motherfucker what? is a killer, but OJ Simpson, no way. <laughs> and then you go. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you James Cameron's like, fuck, I should have went with OJ Simpson. It wouldn't have been as good though. Like, <laughs> no, like, no, it, it would have no been way. a terrible movie, no way, but dude. that is the like that is. OJ Simpson would have been like, look, the, episode, the glove that's all does we not fit. <laughs> He'd be like on trial. Did you kill Sarah Connor? No. <laughs> I did not. Um, I did not. Oh, God, that's great. So <laughs> I can't believe that. That's insane. I did, I not, did not know that. I did not kill Sarah there's, Connor, Mark. I did not. There's a lot about this film I didn't know, but. That's. What? Like, I'm telling you, in the episode, that's all everybody needed to know. Like, <laughs> OJ Simpson might have been the killer, <laughs> might have been the cyborg. Um, could you picture? I just I can't even picture it. Like, so since this is your first time viewing this film, okay, I got some questions for you. Okay, one, did the film age well? Yes, like, um, like you, we were saying, uh, that we wish that people wouldn't remake films to be in like present day. We wish that if they had to remake it, they would remake it in the era that it was made for, because this film wouldn't work in this era like because they're literally going to the phone booth and like pulling out like like that's i don't know but and even though like that stuff's non-existent now Mm -hmm. and like the walkman's non-existent because i really like 80s films and just like the storytelling of it all i was like this is good like i i liked it i thought it was good so even being as like someone who didn't grow up in the 80s i didn't either i wasn't born until 90 mm-hmm. and you were born later than that in the late 90s yeah 97 so 84 is like way before our time but you can just like you know about the technology and the right. limitations well and i love 80s music and 80s films and so i i appreciate it for like nostalgia cuz i was like dang like, even when somebody tries to make a period piece and it's set in the 80s, like, nothing better than a good old raw 80s film. <laughs> <laughs> like, their hair, I just love it. It's so outrageous. I, I their would, clothing. I would never want them to remake this film. No, I wouldn't either. I could see them trying. And it would be... Five years down the line after they're like, in okay, the sequels are not like, working anymore. <laughs> Let's remake this shit. It's it's one of those movies that can't be done though. You ju- you just don't do it. It's just like you don't remake like The Exorcist or Maniac. They remade Maniac, you weirdo. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> we just... know how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> but like, there's classic movies out there that I think shouldn't be touched. No, I agree because like part ha- of it is the age that they were made in. Yeah, Halloween like... was one of them, and they touched it and I, they molested it. Mm-hmm. So like. The Exorcist, The Terminator, don't touch these films. Let them just live their legacy. Leave Taurus Trap the fuck alone. No one's remaking that unless it's you. <laughs> <laughs> you could go to a studio and be like, yo, I want to remake this film. They'd be like, here's 5000 We 5, could do it in our here. backyard. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Slauson. You could make all the props. So it mm-hmm. aged well for you. Mm-hmm. It was shot well, right? You Did you ever feel like it was done in any parts? No. Even the uh battle scenes and stuff like this it's like no because it was like watching like a michael myers movie like like when you strip it all away like and it's this person chasing this girl like and she's genuinely terrified and like she's trying to wrap her head around the situation and she just can't 
Yeah, and everyone, you should all, if you don't know the plot of the Terminator, basically, Sarah Connor is the soul, not the soul, she gives birth to John Connor, who's mm-hmm. like the savior of the human race after this apocalyptic uh, event happens. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Reese has con- come back to protect her. But I really, the one thing that I love that this film does. And it really reminds me of another film. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. I think we've watched it, but It Follows. Yes. I was it's just talking about that movie just today. like It Follows. It is. Because you cannot, for the life of, you, of you, you, with the weapons that you have, you cannot stop this menace, mm-hmm. this terrifying thing. It has one mission, and mm-hmm. its sole mission is to kill you. And that's how It Follows mm-hmm. is. So I love the tension it creates when... Our two characters finally meet up in that club, mm-hmm. and there's that rock and music. It's like you got me burning, and something like, and she like calls the cops. She's like, "There's somebody after me." This is after he's killed. It's what, like Back to the Sarah Future Connors? when they're like screaming on the stage. Listen to this, like that's what that reminds me of. And go on. <laughs> they meet up, and the whole movie is them just on the run from this thing, and you you. Even when you are paused, yeah, you know, not paused, when you think you're gone, you've gotten away, like, all right, we're away from it. Its sole mission is to find your ass and kill you. Teleport Terminator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of. Um, well, not, not really. I'd say that about, like, Jason Voorhees. Well, that's where I got it from, was teleport Jason. <laughs> but, but I was like, like, I see an opportunity for a joke, and I'm gonna take it. Th- this terminator is smart too like it's got a it uses the phone book it tracks her down Mm -hmm. you would be totally screwed if you had if if this really took place in nowadays oh god the terminator would just be like tracking iphone (laughs) dude dude right and then he'd be like all right now i'm gonna hack your iphone track your location and oh look you're dead i'm just gonna make your iphone explode in your pocket yeah pretty (laughs) much die that way (laughs) um but yeah so like the film does a really good job, I think, of putting that out there of, like, it's always after you. Just like it follows. And it's like it's like death itself. Yeah. No matter what you do, it's coming for you. Well, and, like, okay, so one of the things that I really liked is she never slows down. Like, her and Kyle Reese never slow down. Like, she doesn't stop being scared until she feels like he's gone. And then even then she's like, well, now I got to gear up for this war that's coming. So yeah. I really like that. And it didn't draw, like, it wasn't drawn out. Like, sometimes I'm watching a movie and I'm like, okay, this isn't, like, this is a good movie, but when is it going to end? No, this is so well paced and the story is so well told that it's just like, wow. I totally agree. What's your favorite part of the film? Like, favorite scene, favorite? I think it's when they're in the police station. And (laughs) I don't know why. It's not the part you love. For some reason, it's like when she lays her head down and I was like, you got another thing coming. And she knows. Like, she doesn't want to sleep. But they're like, you're fine. You're safe. You sleep. And then... I think at that moment, her character is supposed to be in this. Is it real or is it not? Now I'm back in, like, I think reality. she's, like, confused. But she's also totally in shock. And she's like, I'm ju- I am just need to close my eyes. So I'm going to close my eyes. And then, like, all this shit's going down. And then she's like... Like, she so, does so is that the... your favorite? No. Hold on. This is my favorite part. Okay. The... That she, like, is so scared, but she knows she can't go out into the hallway because, like, there's all this stuff happening. 
and there's like nowhere to hide except under a desk I have like this almost identical desk as my desk at work too by the way like it wouldn't protect you from anything but like she gets under it because that's the only place she can hide in this room and she's probably like he's gonna find me and kill me because I know what he is but this is all I can do it's better than just standing up yeah like in your head like it's really not it's like that night that you were pretending to break in and i thought there was an intruder and, I, and my first instinct was to shut the blinds yeah not like you call just, 911 or I know. anything like that grab a weapon but you're like shut think, the blinds i think that that's a normal thing you don't want to be seen by the intruder well and i think that's what she was doing she's like i'm just as safe standing up as i am hiding under this desk i don't want to be seen though I want to talk about something real quick okay. because I think it's very important. So I was in a training not too long ago and I've attended this training twice. And okay. It was taught by a police officer out of South Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, really good guy. He teaches this course and it's from like Homeland Security and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, they talk, he talks about this and he's like, throughout time, we have taught people in emergencies, duck and cover hide concealment that's all you know so that's your instinct so that's what people revert to but we are in a time period and i think this movie was like one movie this is like the first mass shooting scene i can think (gasps) of in a movie like this is like like, the nightclub this is like a fucking school shooting in the in the nightclub scene in the police station where it's like what the fuck do you do and she reverts to hiding under a desk and he told us exactly that is not what you do what do you do you get the fuck out of there. But what if you can't? Like, what if you then, know? Then that's where okay. you go to concealment. Because I think that's what she was doing. She's like, I don't know what's out there. I just know it's yeah. danger. I need to hide. But like, number one is you need to find a route of escape. So he was like, escape number one, concealment number two, fight number three. It's like, because we've seen this. We've seen this um in uh, Virginia Tech. Yeah. Um, One of the survivors, uh, she... They played an interview for us, and she um, talks about how, you know, when that guy came in and started just laying waste to people, mm-hmm. she hid under her desk, and she got shot. Mm-hmm. She got shot, hit under the desk, and he came around and shot her again. Like, it's amazing she survived, but so many people were uh, trained that way, and the people that did survive were the people that had enough time. They barricaded the door, mm-hmm. and they got out. Actually, some of them did, like, a human daisy chain. Oh, wow. And they, yeah, they, like, got, uh, it was, like, feet to shoulders, feet to shoulders, and they closed the door. You need to read about Virginia Tech. Wow. It's crazy how many poor, not, I don't want to say poor, um, how many, oh, what's all right, just innocent people who got wasted. And, I mean, he just wasted them. Mm-hmm. He had no, no uh value of human life and it's just disgusting and these things are happening more and more Mm -hmm. and i hate that i'm off on this tangent but what is habeas corpus we kind of try and break down things and do compare and contrast but literally when i think about this movie i'm like this is the first time i've ever seen mass shootings i was thinking that too on the screen like this and like i don't think that the filmmakers ever thought like that this would be the norm like it really like that's a normal problem to have which is terrifying i was even thinking about it today at the school when we were uh cleaning out that room i was like this would be a terrible room to hide in oh man i shouldn't have to think that way i know it's like nowadays you you have to go into a public place or you work in education so i feel really bad but it's like you have to go into these areas and you gotta like analyze the room 
and he talked about this too when you go into a room think about all your means of escape because mm-hmm. some of them aren't just doors there's windows other but it's like you have to do that nowadays because this stuff has become so regular yeah I totally know how I would get my students out of a classroom if that was the event. If we had an opportunity to get out, I like I have a plan of action. Well, that's good. And everyone should. You should always be playing the what if game. Yeah. Um, because the one thing that these cops don't do in this movie Cause, well, is like, play the what if game enough. Because, <laughs> I mean, they, I'm just... I just think it's because like that wasn't... No, not at all. Right. I, I'm just... This I'm trying to get back to the yeah. movie. But it's like he they are they're like just, this thing. just go to sleep you're fine if today this was happening and this girl was like this guy's after me all these other sarah connors have been murdered this guy told me this crazy story they would put her into like a safe house they wouldn't just leave her in the police station to mm, sleep i don't i don't agree i, I think that it's possible no way and so but, go ahead and then they would like he like he walks in he's like i'm here to see sarah connor I'm her friend. And he's like, yeah, buddy, you can't see her. Like, he just released that she's definitely there. <laughs> yeah. Um, hang on. Keep talking that's, on that's that That's all point. I have. Now you're... Well, I don't... Now you're so, free to shit on my No, I don't, I'm not shitting on your <laughs> mind. I'm, I'm saying that I think it's very important that the we as society and um, the police start taking a little bit more action on people who feel unsafe Mm -hmm. because we had an event happen not too long ago in utah of a university of utah student Mm. who was shot and killed yeah literally it's a terrible story and she had reached out and everyone was like well you know nothing we can do for you you know they're the university of utah police are under a lot of scrutiny for Mm -hmm. it now i'm not gonna blame i'm not playing the blame game for anything i just think it's like something that we as society need to bring up and that's perfect because she at first does start telling people and all these things in the movie and they're like what he's a cyborg like they don't believe her at all obviously no one would right i'm just saying in the real world i think we need to take people who feel threatened a lot more serious because they do like even though like they're like she's not he's not a cyborg they at least are like well obviously something is wrong because like you were basically kidnapped by this person this other person is after people with your name we need to keep you safe oh that yeah. much we know well they finally do do that they're like they put all the clues together put her in the police station where you would think you're like the safest and arnold schwarzenegger the terminator lays waste to all these cops yeah. i'm just like feeling bad for him i'm like holy cow and that's where you literally see like nothing can stop this thing mm-hmm. you're like holy cow yeah so that seems your favorite, the mass shooting craziness. Oh, in like the... that, that sounds horrible. Don't call it the mass shooting. <laughs> it is a mass shooting. The police station the, oh, okay. shooting. What, and what I did... just really like when she hides under the desk because like if you don't know what to do or you haven't had enough time to assess a situation yet, that is your instinct and that is totally like a human and normal reaction. And like... You saw her, like, looking. She's, like, analyzing the room. What can I do? Where can I hide? What can I grab? And all she can do is hide under that desk. And, oh, I... like, I just thought that was really great. I think you're totally correct. And it shows uh, human psychology and what yeah. we go through in our moments of extreme panic. Because I, I... I literally did that when I thought that someone was breaking into the house. I was, like, all the blinds need to be closed until I can figure out what's going on. Concealment. And that, yeah. I mean, that is good. 
I wish you would have grabbed the phone quicker. Well, well I, I was on the phone with you, <laughs> yelling at you, like, terrified. That, that's a story for another day. Yes. <laughs> that should be a bonus episode. Yeah, a bonus My episode. My version and your version. Anyway. <laughs> so your favorite scene is the chaos in the police station. Yes. The, okay. Yep. Now, you said you knew my... What do you think my scene is? I didn't say I Oh, I thought you said you knew what my... I said I know that you like that part in the police station where he walks up and he's like, okay, I'll be back. And then he like goes and gets <laughs> the car and he's like... Car right no, my favorite scene in the film is... So after they... Kyle Reese and uh, Sarah Connor have gone through this big chase scene. Man, it's just like crazy throughout the city. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I love about this movie. They did so many practical things. It was just like, woo, cool. Like mm-hmm. stunt people driving cars. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But my favorite scene is he's the Terminator's been injured. Mm-hmm. And he goes back to this hotel room he's staying at. Mm-hmm. And he's like fixing his eye. Like yeah. he's taking the human eyeball out. And there's a scene in there where you can totally tell it goes from Arnold Schwarzenegger to a really fake looking head are you gonna sneeze <laughs> bless <I'm sorry>. you <laughs> i've seen it coming um but it goes from like arnold schwarzenegger to total prosthetic back to arnold schwarzenegger and i don't have anything against that because well, it's like, like the, the time 80s, period they oh, did yeah. it very well like and, you almost don't notice like we do because we're so accustomed to like oh i think you really do notice <laughs> no but in the uh, 80s you probably wouldn't in the 80s you they might have been, been like, like oh my god but it's horrific what he's doing. Yeah. It's almost like gross because he takes an X-Acto knife Ugh. and like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I do. Pokes it well, in there. then like Boop. as somebody who's accidentally jabbed themselves with an X-Acto knife, I was like. <laughs> you think about that going to your eyeball and the, the sound effects are so, um, they're just spot on. But yeah. I think the thing that I really like about that scene is after he's all said and done, he's cleaned up, he's wearing his glasses Mm-hmm. there's a part he looks at himself like i look good yeah and then he then he leaves to the gas station but before that or not the gas station the police station <laughs> i was like um, i don't remember a gas station scene go on <laughs> but before that he's uh sitting on his like bunk and mm-hmm. he's looking through papers or something yeah and uh <laughs> the janitor guy he's like hey buddy or whoever this guy is. He's like wearing a wife beater. He's like a typical fucking asshole. Yeah. Got a cigar in his mouth. He's like, hey, buddy. Got a dead cat in there. And you see the robot, the the CPU unit put together this. Like, it gives him options. And he chooses to put together this install. He's like, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Um, But then, I mean... After that, after they escape, they're kind of like surviving on their own. They're traveling mm-hmm. and they get some space between them, but we still know he's in constant because pursuit. It's like, it follows and Michael Myers. And... You're not getting away. And finally, uh, the last showdown comes after, you know, they make love in the little cheap. I must have been in the bathroom because I like totally missed that. 
And um, it's the theme songs playing too, and the theme song's so great because it can be used in so many different aspects mm-hmm. of the film. It's like, like in an action scene, yeah. and then in a love scene, they just slow it down and make it more <laughs> melodic. Yeah. <laughs> so but like, d- I didn't see it, but obviously I knew about it because then she's like doing the recordings at the end, and I yeah. like I had already put it together that he was gonna be the dad anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, either I missed it or like they're just like letting us know that this happened. (laughs) That's the only issue I have with the film itself is there's this paradox that doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. Like this reoccurring. How in the hell does this work? But that's just my only little I get it, but I've seen enough Back to the Future, so I'm kind of an expert. (laughs) Maybe we'll break down Back to the Future on one of our episodes and you can lay waste to it (laughs) because... I have actually never seen any of those films what? all the way through. Oh, okay. So I've you only like started them. Not even started. I've My favorite like, is the oh. Wild West one for some reason. Isn't that four? I don't remember. <laughs> I think so. I think it is. I like the first and the fourth. The other ones in between are like, eh, whatever. Go on. <laughs> but um, what I was going to say is, so they they get to their hotel room. He ends up killing her grandma. Remember? Like she calls her grandma. I must phone. have been like pooping. You, like, what was I what? doing? I hope not. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What was I doing that I missed all of this? This is the whole hotel scene, motel. Like they make love. I didn't see that. She calls her her grandma. Calls her something, and she's like, "Hey, grandma!" And like the Terminator tracked down the grandma. And you know how he like emulates voices. I wonder if this is when I was making a post to the Instagram and I was so zoned out or something. It may have been, or you may have just. Like, I don't know. Did you eat Del Taco that night? Or not Del I Taco didn't Taco Bell? I actually poop during the movie. I know that I got up to pee once or twice, though. As um, I always... I'm sitting here like, God, what are we going to end? Because I got to pee now. <laughs> I know. I see you doing the potty dance over there. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, are you all right? I'm fine. I'll be fine for another 20 minutes. I'm all right. I just... I just <laughs> no, know just, it's coming. Dude, I, I could keep this going and you can just be... You do the, I'll be back. I will. But it'll be a loud noise in the background. Not because of me, but because of our door. And the dogs that follow you out. <laughs> That'd be a whole thing. But so, like, I mean, it ends with... Um, She's, like, driving down the road in her cute little, like, well, No, I mean, I the climax is oh. the Terminator finds the them again. And, <laughs> <laughs> okay, sexual pun person. <laughs> um, dude... He looks so terrifying in the part of the movie where he gets ran over by that diesel, that gas fuel truck. He looks terrifying or terrified? Oh, terrifying. Like, so mm, they're yeah. getting chased by him. On He's on that, like, motorbike. Like, yeah. They're throwing those pipe bombs and explosions. No, was a, that was a good scene. I enjoyed that. So. And then when he gets hit by that fucking semi-truck, like, he gets laid <clears> out. <throat> and the guy's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go check on this. And, he, like. And then he's like, ha, ha. He, like, rips that dude's heart out or whatever he does. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, gets in the truck and that poor little young guy's like, looks over. And the Terminator looks over at him and his fucking face is, like, this pale white. And you see the red eye and there's, like, blood. And he just looks, like, so scary, man. I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, get out. And he's like, oh, I'm fucking out, man. He's like, thank you for letting me live. <laughs> you will he, not regret this, sir. Dude, he chases him. And then, you know... We all know Kyle Reese throws that fucking pipe bomb in it and yeah. jumps in that dumpster and boom. But then they have to like run through the building. 
Yeah, I thought that scene was pretty cool. I thought he that like was excellent. Like automates everything like, and to confuse him. And that was a cover. brilliant way of like smushing him too. Like, like I liked th- that. <laughs> oh, when it comes down to it, when she yeah. finally like because I was like, how are they gonna the fucking... like get away? Yeah. Like this portal isn't gonna open up. What's gonna happen? No, yeah. So it finally takes the transition from all of his skins burnt off, and he's now just a fucking. Mm-hmm beastie looking cyborg skeleton thing they square off with it and finally like kyle's hitting him with that fucking pipe i'm like what in the fuck you've been shooting this thing why are you fighting with the pipe just run Mm -hmm. just run you know like unless you got a bazooka finally they blow it in half and sarah connor smooshes it like a pancake yeah and then you get the scene with the little uh hispanic kid i liked that scene because it it lets you know like what happens to her? Because I think you would wonder. Well, and you like... wonder where that picture came from, too. Because in the flash the flash forward scene, mm. he's got that picture. Kyle resets that picture. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of things. And I'm like, what the fuck? How does this happen? Because he's dead. But in the fucking future, he's got the... That's my problem with time travel movies. That was my problem with us. There was all these little paradoxes. That I'm like, it doesn't make sense. Okay, for whatever reason, like, I like time travel movies, like, because I can put them together and I'm like, this all makes sense and it's so cool. And, um, but I'm not like, like, I'm not like a Doctor Who fan or anything. I need to make that clear. (laughs) I just like, like this kind of stuff or Back to the Future. But like, Us was stupid with the paradoxes. Because I was like, can we just have like, like, let's just like do like a, a classic story. (laughs) <laughs> we don't need to make a real big fucking crazy story that was one thing that the 80s and 90s did really well was just telling a story without it being like we gotcha you thought yeah, you knew the story <laughs> exactly that died off kind of a little bit now it's coming back a little bit i'm nice shamala when in his prime he was like big on the gotcha now yeah gotcha nose <laughs> you know like <laughs> fuck you, man. but so it ends and we yep. get the classic, like, she's riding off into the storm. In her sweet Jeep. The Renegade. <laughs> yeah. So it was an awesome movie. I love the Terminator. And like I said, my only problem with it is... It's spooktacular. It is. And it's so horrific in its own right. What was your only problem with it? I cut you off. Just, just the time travel has a couple things mm-hmm. that I'm like, this doesn't make sense to well, me. Time travel is not perfect, babe. It never is. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I hate time travel movies, but I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but the soundtrack is amazing. The special effects are amazing. We're going the back horrific... to the future, Sarah Connor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were like bouncing over there. I like you. pee so bad. <laughs> and I feel like the only way that I'm not going to pee my nice chair <laughs> is bouncing my legs as hard as I can. I got to put a visual out there. She said nice chair. We literally have this chair because a neighbor brought it over for her. She was like, you yeah, want but it was chair? better than my metal folding chair. <laughs> you can always go buy a nice office chair. No, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> So the last thing I kind of want to talk about real quick is we talked about like the aspects of this movie and it brought up a real great point with like um, uh, mass shootings and uh, don't do them. Yeah. No, they're terrible. Um, But one thing I want to ask you is, do you think this is a plausible idea in the future? Have you seen that robot that like talks? It was on Jimmy Kimmel and stuff. My dad has all those robots at his work now. Yeah. And the there's, like, that... robots that'll, like, tell you you're dying for doctors. 
<laughs> I heard that on the radio. It's yeah. a real thing. I didn't make it up. So you think cyborgs and things, that's a thing of the future? I think it's possible. Do you see them like iRobot? Have you seen iRobot? No. You haven't seen God, no. man. I was like, so today. What, what was, robot movies have you seen? Cyborg robot movie? I don't know. I, but, I don't. I can't think right now about robots. So do you? Do you think? But I want to tell you something. Okay. So I was like, you gotta stop. You're giving me major anxiety. I, I gotta go, but I <laughs> I gotta share this. So, um, you know how like um Kyle Reese is like, basically my just my understanding my jizz. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> you mean your gist? That's what I meant to say, and then I was like, I just need to clarify. My jizz on this is right on your face. <laughs> 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 okay that was awesome um good one <laughs> anyway so he's like basically talking about how like the robots they've failed and the people have won and so their last um uh, their last like way of winning is going back in time and killing sarah connor so uh-huh. so anyway um and so i was i was labeling all this stuff at work today and um, the label maker like started being really ridiculous, and I was like, "This is why the people win in Terminator because <laughs> robots suck." <laughs> I I think it's plausible in the future. Right now, technology still has it's, so many glitches. It's not going to happen in twenty twenty four. No, unless like something really massive starts picking up. No, yeah, exactly. Well, also Apple releases. <laughs> But there are cyborgs out there that are pretty crazy. There are some that I'm just like, wow, they're communicating with people. Mm-hmm. They're doing things. And I think technology is slowly um, putting a grasp on man in another way. Hopefully and I'll be dead by then. Like, Well, I don't know. The thing that I fear with technology is it's putting so many people out of jobs. It really is. Um, I mean, from the self-checkout lines at Smith's, mm-hmm. which... It's eliminating jobs where my dad works. Like, it's eliminating the temp jobs, but... There's this... I just was in a simulator over the weekend Mm -hmm. for driving, so I drove for three hours. I don't ever want to be in a robot-driven car, just saying. Like, I know that they're This one wasn't even for cars, and that's that's coming. It's going to be still a long time coming, but that is... For a fact, that will be something of the future. Mm-hmm. You'll order a freaking Uber and it's going to show up and no one's going to be in it. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm canceling my ride. It's going to be I'm like iRobot. The, the girl's going to be like, you're really going to drive us? Like, Why don't you just put it on autopilot? Don't trust autopilot, dude. You seen those planes lately? There was a movie in the that we watched with my students a couple terms ago. I can't remember what it was. It was this little animated film. And that's kind of what it was. Like robots had taken over and it had like... Like, her mom was neglecting her because she was so into the robots. And then there was, like, this big evil person. It was, like, Terminator for kids, basically. Uh-huh. And, uh, but anyway, she defeats it and then gets her mom back and then has a robot friend in the process. It's well, cool. it's just technology is slowly putting a lot of fields of work yeah. uh, in dire need of, like, like truck drivers. Yep. That's, that's the simulator I was in was for automated technology and trucking. Mm-hmm. Um, grocery stores yeah just so much stuff i mean bank tellers you guys are almost screwed too soon mm-hmm. uh i mean look at blockbusters gone yeah because of red box yeah, and netflix box. and so i mean it's a good thing that technology is advancing but in the same way maybe terminator is 
plane in its own little way. And it's like, we're not going to nuke you guys. We're just going to take all your fucking jobs. Well, and soon, like, people are just going to, it's going to be like her, where they just love, like, a robot. Like, people are already more in love with their phones oh, than dude, with people. Oh, dude, they are already making those love robots, dude. Love bots. Yeah, you, you're not even going to need a girlfriend soon or a boyfriend. You can just get your new model <laughs> with Whoa. advanced features. Customize it your own way. Yikes. Do you want the dirty talking model or would you like something more sweet oh, and sensual? <laughs> I need the combo. Oh, anyways, Lacey's over here doing the potty dance. Like really bad. Like I'm I'm she ready to like... just say let's uh, <laughs> turn it off right now. We can re-record in a minute. So on that note, uh, this was our little look into Terminator and how it is a horrifying movie. It's a horror and, movie. <laughs> dude, it is. And we got into some really interesting topics that I'd like mm-hmm. to explore more in the future. but For sure. You guys, uh, you have a great night, yep. and hopefully you don't uh, turn around. Hopefully your name's not Sarah Connor. but Hopefully your name's not Lacey, and you pee yourself in the next two minutes. Hopefully you don't have a cyborg out there hunting <laughs> you down. If you do, just keep on the move. We'll talk to you later. Have a great night. Thanks for listening. This has been a Dark Corner production of Habeas Corpses. Check us out on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Instagram, Patreon, and Facebook. Opening music by Alex Heinerman. Ending music by Marcus Swainston. Concept by Lacey Pichel and Marcus Swainston. Original Terminator theme song by Brad Edel.